You are now tuned in to No One Watches Regular News, hosted by me, Kerry Bogor, and this is episode 95. Welcome back to another episode. Uh, on this episode, I wanted to focus on a story that came out last week about uh, Joe Biden's administration being responsible for handing out uh, crack pipes. You know, so it was some sort of program going on. So online, if you go to the website, is the uh, U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, right? On the website, it talks about this uh, harm reduction, right? Overdose prevention strategy. It says harm reduction. Individuals inherently deserve services that promote health, regardless of whether they use drugs. Evidence-based harm reduction strategies minimize negative consequences of drug use. These activities further expand access to harm reduction interventions and better integrate harm reduction into general medical care. So uh, what this is about really is about people that use drugs, that they be allowed <clears throat> to do it in a safe way. This is what this is about. People that use drugs, people should be able to use drugs in a safe way, in a safe environment. So this is what, what they're doing. Also on the website, if you go to Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, again, harm reduction. Harm reduction is critical to keeping people who use drugs alive and as healthy as possible and is a key pillar in the multi-faceted uh, health and human services overdose prevention strategy. This is what it says. So what is harm reduction? Harm reduction is a proactive and evidence-based approach to reduce the negative and personal public health <clears throat> impacts of behavior associated with alcohol and other substance used at both the individual and community levels. It says a harm reduction is, a, is an important part of the Biden-Harris administration comprehensive approach to addressing substance use disorders through prevention, treatment, and recovery where individuals who use substances set their own goals. Harm reduction organizations incorporate a spectrum of strategies that meet people where they are on their own terms and may serve as a pathway to additional prevention, treatment, recovery services. Harm reduction works by addressing broader health and social issues through improved policies, programs, and practices. So that's harm reduction. Um, I, for one, I don't care about this. But this is what the Biden-Harris ad administration is focused on. This is one thing that they look at, is helping people who use drugs. This is what they're doing. So I was online... <clears throat> And I came across a video on YouTube about this. So uh, just take a listen to what's being said. Um, and this is what this is about, man. Harm reduction is helping people who use drugs, but do it in a safe way. And for the first time, more Americans died from overdoses than car crashes and gun fatalities combined during this pandemic. Now, some states are hoping to give drug users a fighting chance through a controversial program known as 
harm reduction. That's right. It's an approach where users inject drugs under medical supervision. New York City just opened the nation's first such supervised site, and New England is following in the spring of 2022. ABC News, Phil Lipoff reports from Rhode Island with an inside look. So this is where you keep the supplies? Yes, absolutely. This is um, a supply. On Providence's south side, outreach worker Oz Lugo prepares for another busy day on the front lines of Rhode Island's opioid epidemic. But he's not providing the kind of help you might think. These are the needles you hand out. These are, these are used. It's controversial, but Oz says it's working. He and his team are actually helping people administer their illegal drugs, but with clean needles, supplies, and the overdose reversal drug Narcan. It's a practice known as harm reduction, and demand for it has exploded during the pandemic. You see, we're getting more people, and we're collecting more. His group, ACO, serves about 240 people, and in June distributed close to 34,000 clean needles. Oz and his colleague Vanessa invited us to make home deliveries with them. They give us a phone number so that way we can get in contact with them and let them know when we're there. Why is it so important that you guys exist? As far as like HIV and hepatitis C, those numbers have been dropping. At the first stop, we meet a 26-year-old who wants us to call him Sam. He's been using heroin for eight years. Have you tried before to stop? I have. It's, and I've been to many sober houses, um, many programs, courts. The whole nine yards but at least at least i have clean needles so i don't potentially get uh infectious disease a hard reality for so many like zoe at our second stop the 29 year old mother of two says she wants to stop using but right now because of her drug use she isn't able to be with her two young children i grew up watching my parents like that and i don't want them to ever see me like that but this work gets a lot of pushback because, as Oz and Vanessa point out, harm reduction isn't primarily about getting people sober. It's about keeping them alive. People like Flaka, a hardcore drug user. How important is this place to you? Extremely important. Why? Because I know that I can get rage for free. So you pass this stuff out to other people on the street? And you as well. And you as well? Keeping people safe. Trying. Research shows harm reduction methods are effective. Needle exchanges alone are associated with a 50% drop in new HIV and hepatitis C cases. But Rhode Island is going a step further. In July, Rhode Island passed House Bill 5245, which will establish a two-year pilot program starting March 2022. This will allow people who inject drugs to bring their substances into a facility with medical staff who monitor for signs of distress and can then intervene. The move comes as drug overdose deaths in America skyrocketed. Provisional data from the CDC showing more than 100,000 people died in a 12-month period through April of 2021. That's nearly 30% higher than the same period a year before. Decisions on where these injection sites will be are largely determined by where the need is one spot under consideration near providence's west end home to a tent city this man tells us harm reduction services specifically access to narcan have made all the difference between life and death it's very important because otherwise like people will be running around grabbing things out of trash like, like just randomly picking leaves up he says he's overdosed at least four times his wife has had to revive him. 
I just am grateful, very, 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 very grateful. She also struggles with addiction. I've been on myself now for over 20 years, but now I'm like, um, I just, it's hard to stay sober given the situation I am. Hi, it's Vanessa with The Exchange. I'm outside. The hope for those committed to harm reduction is to keep users like Zoe, Flocka, Tiffany, and Sam alive to give them the chance to one day achieve sobriety if they choose to pursue it. Phil Lipoff, ABC News, Providence, Rhode Island. So you heard that new segment uh, that was on Good Morning America. Uh, you heard the stories of several people and why they use drugs. Uh, some people said that they were addicted to it. So that means they can't stop using. The question is this. How do you get people off of drugs so they can be a productive member of society? I get the impression. I have the idea that this is something that's meant to be long term. I understand it's about um, preventing infectious diseases. You provide them with uh, needles, things they need to use your drug. And somehow this is. Um, this actually works based on data and numbers. This works, but I do not agree with this. And most people would not agree with this. Where I live at, I would be upset if some kind of site opens up in my neighborhood, in my city, where people can go use drugs. I'll be upset that money is being used to fund this. I'll be upset that this is happening in my own city, in my own community. I'll be upset. This next article says that um, New York City, New York City allows the nation's first supervised consumption sites for illegal drugs. So this opened up in New York City. In the article, this is what it says. Officials in New York say the first government-approved supervised drug injection sites in the nation began offering services to people with addiction. Okay. In the article, it says this, according to the city officials, more than 2,000 people in New York died from fatal overdoses in 2020. It says the safe drug consumption sites will be operated as sites that also offer clean needles and other services. It says. The centers located in Manhattan will be operated by a new nonprofit group called uh, On Point. NYC formed by two organizations focused on harm reduction. Okay. It says uh, people with substance use disorder. This is what they call it. People with substance, substance use disorder will be able to inject heroin and other drugs under the care of medical professionals. They will also be offered access to addiction treatment and other health care as well. So this was in New York. So here's the news segment um, about this story of this injection site opening up in New York City where people are, are allowed to go use drugs. And they're saying that this is a substance use disorder. 
Right now at 530, the city opens two supervised drug injection sites in hopes of reducing overdose deaths. Good evening once again. I'm Maurice Dubois. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Christine Johnson. Those overdose, pre overdose prevention sites are up and running in Manhattan today, allowing users to inject drugs under medical supervision. CBS 2's Jesse Mitchell explains these are the first facilities of their kind in the nation to officially open. Three weeks ago, I reported the city was still weighing community buy-in and the federal legality of overdose prevention sites, but the ultimate decision came down to saving lives. People talk about people should recover, people should stop using drugs. If they don't live, then they don't get the opportunity. Sam Rivera is executive director of the newly formed On Point NYC, a combination of two established service providers in Washington Heights and East Harlem. When the doors opened, dozens of users showed up to use these new booths. Three of them almost overdosed the first day, but were saved by the facility. I wish this was around. I grew up in the Lower East Side, and I remember in the 70s walking through Avenue B, Avenue C, and different areas, walking past dead people in the street. All right, no one could, could deny that. One user named China tells me her friend died of an overdose a few weeks ago. Not only does she now feel protected by this new site, she says it will also help protect neighborhood kids by providing a private place to inject and eventually smoke drugs. Some kids walk past and be like, oh, mommy, look, they smoking crack. Wow, what's that? They stop and stare. And it's not cute. I don't think it's cute. But, you know, it's his own. I wouldn't do it. Now you don't have to do that. Now I have to. The city is already facing legal challenges. In a letter to Attorney General Merrick Garland today, Congresswoman Nicole Maliotakis objected, citing that this past January, the Third Circuit Court of Appeals ruled that it is a federal crime to open a supervised injection site or consumption room for illegal drug use. The city's overdose prevention site champion, Dr. Chinazo Cunningham, points out that more people died from overdoses in 2020 than any year in history. It's unclear what's going to happen at the federal government. Um, what I do know is that we are in the deadliest epidemic ever in terms of drug overdoses, and we don't have time to wait. While the federal government decides whether to take on the case, the two sites in Manhattan are open for business right now, Monday through Friday, 9 to 8, 9 to 4 on the weekends. Maurice, Christine. Absolutely. So you heard that news segment, right? So they're opening up a injection site in New York City, right? The issue that I have with this, and this is what people didn't talk about last week when the story came out about Joe Biden giving out crack pipes, is that these kinds of sites there are deemed legal for people to go in and use illegal drugs. These kinds of sites will only be opened up in minority neighborhoods, mostly poor neighborhoods. You will not see white people advocating for these kinds of sites to be opening up in their neighborhood. There's wealthy. There's upper middle class. You will not see them advocating for this shit and wanting this to be in their neighborhood. So this is why I have an issue with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris supporting this, because this will only be opening up in minority neighborhoods, a injection site where you go in and you use illegal drugs and you're watched or supervised by a medical profession so that you don't overdose. So this is meant for you to do it in a safe way, a safer environment, a clean environment to where you don't get sick or die. I do not agree with this one whatsoever. 
And this is the problem that people had last week with uh, being upset with handing out crack pipes. But they forgot that, look, the kind of site that they open up in New York City, these kinds of sites would not be in a mostly white neighborhood. There's upper middle class, you know, they have wealth. They would not allow this to happen. They will push back. And the fact that black people didn't stand up and say, hey, we don't want this shit in our neighborhood says a lot. This is the issue that I have with the Joe Biden and Kamala Harris administration for its harm reduction. I understand, but I do not agree with this. So now let's talk more about harm reduction. So um, I talked about earlier, um, what is harm reduction? So the next thing is, is on the website. And that website is uh, Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. So why are harm reduction services needed? So this is according to the website. So according to data from the CDC show that we have crossed the tragic milestone of a predicted 100,000 overdose deaths in 12 months from May of 2020 to April of 2021. Okay. Harm reduction services save lives by being available and accessible to people and emphasizing the need for humility and compassion toward people who use drugs. Okay. Harm reduction plays a significant role in preventing drug-related deaths and offering access to healthcare, social services, and treatment. This uh, results in, in a reduction of overdose fatalities, acute life-threatening infections related to unsterile uh, drug injection, and chronic diseases such as HIV and um, HCV, it says. Also on the website, this is what it says. Now, this is the goals, the intended goals. So harm reduction activities and intended outcomes, it says. Incorporating harm reduction can reduce negative effects on health and social well-being due to use of alcohol, other drugs, and related behaviors. So let's go down the goals, right? Prevention goals, okay? It says this. Reduce the spread of sexually transmitted and other blood-borne infections, including HIV and viral hepatitis. Increase knowledge about around safer sex and sexual health, it says. Reduce overdose deaths, other early deaths among people who use substances, including alcohol. Increase knowledge around safer substance use. It says reduce sharing of substance use equipment, improving physical health, reduce the spread of infectious diseases. It says reduce stigma and increase access to health services, increase referrals to support programs in health and social services, including treatment and recovery support services, it says. So that was prevention goals, okay? It says related harm reduction activities. It says access to uh, PREP, access to HIV, viral hepatitis testing and treatment, access to condoms, comprehensive sex education. Um, it says syringe service program, fentanyl test strips. It says um, it says 
syringe service program, safe smoking supplies. That's that's what the, it it meant when people thought that it was crack pipes. On this, this website, it says again, when talking about related harm reduction activities, it says safe smoking supplies. So for those people that choose to smoke their drug of choice, they're given supplies to do so. It says medical care included wound care, use, uh, use of masks, social distancing, and vaccines as well. Counseling, motivational inter uh, interviewing, uh, low threshold, medication, fentanyl test trips, etc. So that was prevention goals, related harm reduction activities. Again, this is the website. Um, it's Substance Abuse and, and Mental Health Services Administration. Okay, so that was the harm reduction activities and tenant outcomes. And that's what harm reduction is. So let's go on to another article uh, that I saw last week. Um, this article talks about why the Biden administration wants to hand out safe smoking kits. So, all right, so let's discuss this article. Uh, this article says uh, why the Biden administration wants to hand out safe smoking kits, okay? This is what it says. Uh, the Biden administration will provide grant funding to pay for the distribution of safe smoking kits as part of its efforts to reduce harm from substance abuse over the next three years. Now, of course, when people heard this story, the idea was uh, Joe Biden and Harris is handing out crack pipes. And this was an insult to black people. In the news segment, when uh, you heard uh, about the injection site in New York City, like I said, they wouldn't dare open these kinds of sites up or promote it in a majority white neighborhood. So this is the issue that I have with Democrats and liberals, that they come off as less racist than Republicans and that they're doing a good deed, a good job. But they know for a fact if they try to open up these kinds of sites in a majority white neighborhood, it will be rejected. People will be in an uproar about this. No different than how white people feel about the mask, the vaccine, the election of 2020. They were upset. But this is somehow acceptable for minorities. It's okay for this kind of program to be promoted towards minorities and people who use drugs. You know, that's the issue that I have with it, okay? Also in the article, this is what it says. Safe smoking kits are one piece of equipment on a list of 20 items the Department of Health and Human Services HHS outlined on the grant application for its harm reduction program. The primary purpose of the program is to reduce the risk of infection among drug users. So those that use drugs, uh, this is being promoted, accepted. It says this, uh, the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, part of the HHS issued a notice of funding for the 2022 Harm Reduction Program grant on December 8th of 2000. In 21, the purpose of the program is to support community-based overdose prevention programs, syringe services uh, programs, and other harm reduction services, 
the document said. The funding will be used for prevention activities to help control the spread of infectious diseases and the consequences of such diseases for individuals with or at risk of developing substance use disorders. This is what they're calling it, substance use disorders. One of, um, excuse me, so this says right here, um, this includes safe smoking kit supplies that have been the focus of some recent articles regarding crack pipes. Other items on the list were infectious disease testing kits, safe sex kits, including uh, PREP resources and condoms, syringes to prevent and control the spread of infectious diseases, and screening for infectious diseases. It says the uh, grant information does not mention pipes as part of the uh, safe smoking kits or specify what those kits should contain. HHS has now made clear the pipes would not be included. However, pipes can sometimes be included in safe smoking kits, according to the Associated Press. So the conspiracy surrounding the whole crap pipe thing, what people didn't do was read into this. It's a program about harm reduction. It's meant to provide people that do use drugs with services that they need. To help them, you know, uh, get treatment, you know, you know, give them, uh, in this case, a smoke kit to provide them with a safe environment to use drugs and it to be monitored by a supervisor, a medical profession. So this is true. So this story has a lot of truth to it, but you have to read into it to find out exactly what it is. And people have a right to be upset because... Like I said, man, this will be promoted towards minority. People who, who live in, in a, a minority community is not wealthy. This will be accepted. This will be promoted. You will see sites opening up. You will not see this in a majority white neighborhood. So this is why people had an issue with Joe Biden and Harris. For as a wanting to provide the funding for this these kinds of programs to, to help out people enable them to keep using drugs to go to a site they deem legal to use illegal drugs so this is the issue that people had with this so I just wanted to quickly go over this uh, these articles and give you two new segments that I saw on YouTube to provide some background to it to understand why people were upset with this story that came out and what Joe Biden was doing. Well, that's it for this episode. Uh, thank you for being able to tune in and listen to my podcast. No one watches regular news. I'm your host, Kerry Bogo. I stay tuned for another episode. I'll be back.